Hello, everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm going to be natural. I am Dr. Dozier, and I am going to be super. Yeah. And I am Dr. O, and I'm going to be the junkie. He's Dr. Dennis, and he is a junkie. I am Dr. Kevin, and we are the, the Supernatural super junkies. junkies. Well done. Well done, boys. Hey, folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies, and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies. Hello, welcome to Supernatural Junkies. I'm Alex, and today we have a very special episode. Guys, yeah? We are special. They're Everybody all here. gets to be special today. The gang's all here yeah. today. Dr. Kevin. Dr. Kevin is here today. I'm Dr. Like Dennis <laughs> is here. Yeah. Dr. Dozier is here. All here. We are special with a special subject today. Take me to your leader. Take me to your leader. How about we that one? Take me to your ladder. You. We are Don't you mean leader? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to give it away, the special topic, but um, Dr. Dennis, do you have a little starting verse to jump I start do, this whole I do, I do. I have some scripture that will help lead us into this episode. Uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7. The mystery of, the lawless, of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he's taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Amen. I think Dr. Dennis should be only limited to that verse like four or five times. <laughs> but... <laughs> Sorry, it applies. The, the, it did you does. take a bite of this? No, I did not. Did you? Know, I, we have some thieveries. Going did you on. do that? Nope, not me. I couldn't do it. I'm too far away. I wouldn't but steal you your bar. You're eating already. No, because I just opened it. She did, but well, somebody a, ate it. Maybe there's a mouse so we have. <laughs> Doctor Dozier, didn't you pray the spirits away? Well, I was like, the, the truth and righteousness. Somebody just took a bite out of my protein bar. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Wasn't missing Approach King Bar? So this is uh, maybe getting a little freaky in here. Uh But before we get going today, we can't have. Who could have not missed that? All of a sudden, in the UK, they're talking about another pandemic. 
And mm-hmm. so we were all like, man. A pandemic. Yeah, we're like sitting here going, maybe we should talk or scrap our special subject today, which we've been only angsting on for three years probably. Um, but the bottom line is we were like, well, let's keep with this. But this is a little young lady. Uh, you can find her on Twitter. It's Died Suddenly, which is a incredible documentary. So I want you to hear what she has to say about this new pandemic. I'm just going to say this. I heard uh, this morning on another podcast that this variant obviously is already sweeping the UK. They're considering having all their citizens in the UK mask up again. Guys, I am begging you. If you stood down in 2020, please stand up in 2023 when this hits our shores. Because if you think you lost freedom last time, that ain't going to be nothing compared to what they're going to do this time. And if we overwhelm these idiots and let them know that we will not do this, and those of us that stood last time don't have to stand alone, then we can beat this. We can actually beat them at their game this time. So please don't be a coward this time. Don't mask your kids up. Don't go and not go to the grocery store without your mask on. Don't send your kids to school with masks on. Don't stop hugging each other. Don't stop going to church. And if your pastor shuts his doors, find a new church. If your pastor finds a way to agree with the narrative, find a new church this time. Guys, we are living in the end. And they are trying so hard to tear down our country from within. And they're doing it. And they're going to continue doing it. And the only way for us to push it back is to stand up. There are far more of us than there are of them. Dr. Dozier, how do you feel about somebody going to another church because... You know, the doors were shut. I feel that I believe that it would be the appropriate thing to do. Uh, when I when I hear her, I think about Isaiah chapter 56, uh, around the ninth, 10th verse or so, where the Lord speaks of his watchmen. And he says, all of my watchmen are blind. He said, they're dumb dogs. In other words, they're muted. He said, they're dumb dogs that cannot bark. And we know when a dog barks, he gives a warning. And instead of giving a warning of the deception that has taken place, uh, what these individuals are doing are more so acting as, the, acting as though they're hirelings. That's right. They see danger and they're fleeing. Mm. Mm. So, folks, I know that hit to the heart of all of us here today that we're like, yes, you know, you fooled me once. Shame on you. But you fooled me twice. Turn your ringer on. Yeah, Turn your call. ringer on. Fool <laughs> <laughs> me twice, my phone will ring. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but again, we're, we're at the how many times are we going to get fooled? You know, we were watching a documentary the other day, which was one of those Demic movies. And uh, he was talking about how AZT came out and how all those people died and got hurt. And who was the guy that was pushing that? It was it Anthony was Fauci. It was right. me, Kevin. <laughs> it was him. Because it was safe and, and, and what, effective. And what were you saying? It was safe and effective, like I always say. <laughs> <laughs> and so here, you know, this is it, folks. We got fooled twice. And it's because we forgot or we didn't know. And so this is where the, the truth, you know, must stand. And the truth was the only thing that will set us free. And that's why Jesus also put truth as part of his description. He said, I am the way, the life, and the truth. And so we try and get to the truth on this podcast. And so today we're going to be taking on, no, you guessed it, 
aliens. <laughs> we have aliens living among us. We can be talking about aliens. Anybody who wears a mask is an alien. That's true. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Well, you know, that's why he writes with one hand and then the other. So well, before he's... we jump into the alien deception, but let's stay on this for a second because yeah. I think it's very important to point out that, um, you know, they deceived a lot of people. And they obviously feel who are they? Who are they anyway? The mm. people in charge. Um, they obviously feel that they have a um, enough of the public out there that are still deceived and that they'll fall for it again. Otherwise, they wouldn't be floating this because we know that there have been over 170 researched articles that show that masking does not work, does not prevent the flu, does not prevent COVID, does not prevent anything but you spitting on your neighbor. Um, six feet of distinct does not work because with an aerosol um, uh, infection, you can someone sneeze, it can go 20, 30 feet. Right. So we know all this. The science, follow the, follow the science. Follow not the science. Mr. Science, oh. not, the real science. But people wake up, she's right, stand. What's going on over there, Dr. D? <laughs> he, he's like, you guys got to hear this again. we technical difficulties here? It's like, echo. But, but there are... Um, you know, seriously, there there are too many proofs that what they did in 2020 was false. You yep. know, everything. If they tell you to stay inside, go outside. If they tell you stop exercising, go exercise. If they tell you to sit home and watch Netflix and eat Twinkies, eat Whole Foods. If God made right. it, it's good. Well, and we also should Amen. go ahead and admit that it's all over in Australia and New Zealand, right? Those yeah. people. Allowed this. Oh, they complied to death. They complied to death, I, and that's what what's they, happening. They put their children yeah. in stadiums and forced vaccinated, and some of those children's died. Yeah, yeah, but right? Kev, there's only one reason why they went along with that, and one thing that separated Australia and New Zealand from the United States of America, and that's the Second Amendment. That's right. They did not, could yeah. not do that, did not do that because of the Second Amendment. That's right, and that's why they're trying to get rid of guns, and they do all these false flags with these shootings, mm -hmm. is because they want to get rid of guns. Well, when I say that they've lost everything, what do I mean by that? They have a digital currency, they have a digital ID, they have a digital vaccine passport. They're in total control of these people. They don't have rights to their own body. They can shut down their society. They can do to them mm -hmm. whatever. This is total control. And that's why it didn't work the first time, and now they're coming what? Just like that young lady said, they're, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children, but we're coming for your what? All of your freedoms. Let's look at this. Uh, second place, what isn't taking place is critical thinking. Now, people were told if they take the pseudo-vaccination, oh, did I say that, the vaccination? It's not <laughs> That uh, they would not have to be concerned. They would not get COVID again. Mm. Lie. And now you come out with this, <laughs> and you got people who apparently, you've forgotten the lies that they told you, and you believe in the lies now. I want to give you something. First and foremost, if you have something that bad, a cloth mask is not going to get it. You would need a military-grade CM-7M mask. It would have filters on it. Uh, you would have to seal it to your face. It would cover your face. If you put ammonia in front of you, you wouldn't be able to sniff it. 
But just think about that. Put some ammonia or something in front of you with that cloth on your face and see if it won't get through. Uh, so uh, when you look at this, you want to go back to, and I was talking about this a little over three years ago, uh, Rockefeller Lockstep 2010. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But one of the things that is stated in there is that if the first one does not accomplish its purpose, then there will be a second pandemic that will have a greater mortality rate. Right. And this is what you are seeing right now. And I want to say this to people and and, and especially to the people that are listening uh, to this podcast. Stop paying attention to fact checkers. Fact checkers work are are owned by the people who are doing these things. You'll never find a fact checker that will line up with true facts. Amen. Okay? Google is not your answer. No. Google is not your answer. You'll never, as a matter of fact, some of the things that reveal to you what really transpire are no longer on there. Mm. Okay, some of those things are not there because there is a sinister plan at work and it's been at work for some time. I interrupted Alex and now she's forgotten her thought. No, I was just thinking of Australia. We've, we've moved beyond that though. You know, I'm just going to say I was in the hospital um, working, uh, praying over somebody who had COVID for six days, right? And he was in um, ICU. Very serious, you guys. Um, and the masks they gave us, like they, we, I, I would tell Kevin, I was like, it was pretty much suited up like in a garbage suit, right? You have a garbage bag on, you have shoe covers, you have a hair cover, and then you have this mask and it was the hardcore mask, right? What I love about it though, is it had these little holes in there, right? So you're like, it, how is that? Like, quite honestly, if we're so afraid, why is this the mask you're giving me? Cause, and that's the, you know, that was the hardcore mask they had. That was the heaviest duty one at the hospital. And it had these tiny little holes just periodically. So you could get some circulation and breathe. Um, COVID's so much, even without those holes, COVID would still be able to travel through it. It's not stopped. It was just an exercise in foolishness, right? You're like, this is a ridiculous thing to even make, to to think like, how is this helping? It's not helping anyone. But with Australia, with them, what they did during, they were under such severe lockdowns that they were like, these people are so compliant. It's time to introduce our digital currency. That's right. And that's what they did. They did it all in um, one fell swoop. Here's a couple of things I want you to guys to think mm-hmm. about while we're. Oh, oh wait, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, I wasn't done because I was just going to talk about Australia really quickly. Yeah. Um, this they don't have guns, but they have some of the deadliest snakes and spiders. Why not just fill a trebuchet full of those things and fling it at the, those police lines? <laughs> I, you guys, you have some deadly snakes and spiders. Somebody needs to start farming poisonous somethings, venomous things, right? And just a big trebuchet full of those spiders that you guys have that cover the trees. Like at the, you know, those lines, it's ridiculous. I don't get it. Yeah, but bullets fly fast. And I know, I know they're faster, but <laughs> those snakes are pretty deadly, guys. Well, a couple know. of episodes ago, we, we brought up the uh, Sal Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. Um, and I think Dr. D and I were talking about that. And when you really think about it, they, the enemy um, of freedom, uh, function by these rules, okay? Because when you look at, the number one rule is the power is not only what you have, but what your enemy thinks you have. Look at that. Apply that to COVID. How deceptive was COVID when it came out? Oh, it was a lab or it wasn't lab. 
oh, it's oh, it's mRNA vaccine, or it's not an mRNA. Remember, they keep on changing uh, with their their narrative, right? You know, so you, you so it's what they're trying to make us think what they have, or what they're doing, right? Never go out to the expertise of your people, and whenever possible, go out of the expertise of your enemy. So they know that the public doesn't you know, know all the science and so forth. So they, so they play around with vocabulary and stuff and they twist it mm-hmm. to their advantage. That's right. And that's what they've done. So this is all part of their deception. Um, here's a good one for masks. Ridicule is a man's most potent weapon. Mm-hmm. How many of us were ridiculed when we, when we didn't wear a mask? Oh, you're not wearing a mask. You know, you know I was attacked in Costco. Me but, too. You know, I mean, give me a break. I entered to introduce them to Dr. Cruz. (laughs) 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 Did Dr. Cruz, the snap guy? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The the head snapper. (laughs) Come here. Let me adjust you. Um, And then a good tactic is one your people enjoy. Well, they certainly enjoy the tactics that they're using. Well, the other other thing is they introduced the term... Critical. So anytime somebody mentioned critical thinking or wanting to do the, their own research, that ridicule was a part yep. of it. They, it was a media narrative to mm-hmm. start. Like, and if you guys look it up, there's a, a clip on it where all the television media are all like saying, oh, and you're doing your own research. Like you can do a critical thinking. They started to marry the term critical thinking and conspiracy theorists together intentionally to make you. And they did that when 2020, Mm -hmm. it was an intentional marrying of those two terms um, and them making fun of, oh, like you can do critical thinking. You're like, yeah, unlike you robots. Yeah, we can still do critical thinking. I'll never forget the article that the New York Times or the yeah, it was the New York Times published actually trying to teach people how to do critical thinking. And it told them Mm -hmm. that they should do their search on Google. (laughs) Um, Go to our AI robot and it will tell you what to think. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to Google for any information, that's the opposite of critical thinking. Well, remember one of the, uh, you know, Dr. Dozier mentioned how we have these, you know, basically programs that are set up to supposedly be checking the facts. And when we got down to this quote, you know, by one of the things that happened at the World Economic Forum regarding pedophilia, they said that there was no published... Okay, well, minor attractive persons, Kevin. Right. No published information from the World Economic Health Forum themselves. Mm-hmm. you think they would have really published and put that in writing? And they couldn't find it on Google. That was their entire case for why it wasn't true. And so you see now, this is exactly the perfect example of what you're getting at. Right. But I'm starting to feel like... The alien show is being hijacked. Well, don't <laughs> but, feel that way because we're. This is a perfect that was, segue. That was a little. Yeah, speaking of demons, little, this is a perfect segue because, yeah. like I said, we're dealing with aliens already. So yeah. aliens are behind the pandemics. <laughs> so can we can we just say this? <laughs> yeah. Can we just say this? Even as we segue, because something was brought out, uh, critical thinking, and this is not to insult anyone's intelligence, but one of the simple ways to do that is to be inductive. And when I say inductive, I'm saying you need to ask yourself some questions. Who, what, when, where, mm-hmm. how, why? That is not a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. That in itself is wanting to get down to the truth. I won't mm-hmm. say the nitty gritty. I want to say getting down he to the say. truth. Who, what, when, where, how, mm-hmm. and why? 
and then put yourself together some syllogisms. And I'm telling you, you can come down He's to so your therefore. You can come down to the conclusion of the matter. Amen. Free lesson by Dr. Dozier. Hey, Amen. That was a good one. Thing. That is, you're right on, but you went back to my the reason why I brought up that verse again. Why that is my favorite verse. Because if you lose, if you don't do not have a love for the truth, you right. will be deceived. So our greatest weapon against this deception is the word of God. That's right. And scripture. And you have to admit the ultimate truth. Even though we have found lots of other reasons why all of these things are lies. It really did go back to our faith in Jesus Christ and mm -hmm. in his word that mm -hmm. we trusted him more than we trust our government, more than we trust our doctors. The facts have to be faced here in America. There's no reason why any American should listen to anything about health in this country from anyone. And that's what I'm going to from, say. From that. any organization. Any Let's, organization. Let's, because America, three letter organization, CDC, because, FDA, yeah. yeah, and you can see why I'm going to qualify WHO. this. WHO, mm -hmm. because America does not score as good as a third world communist country that lives just literally off our shore, right? We're talking about Cuba. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cubans are more healthy than we are. So why would I listen to the CDC, the FDA, or my government, or watch anything on TV? Why would I ever take one of the drugs I see on television? You start to see what's really happened here in this country. So you can see we're starting to get pretty stoked about this topic. But these are the questions that you have to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. These are the facts. We don't score, okay? We're in about the top 30 to 40, see? So this is about where we're at in the world today, and this is just not where we should be. And so we have to face these facts about why. That's another whole podcast. So are we ready to segue into aliens? We're ready. All right. So, you know, here's here's the segue. You think about all the things. What did we promise we were going to do when we started this show? To talk about what the church doesn't want to talk about. And there is a statistic that every church member needs to hear. There is a church statistic that every pastor needs to hear. And Lay here it is on. this. Lay it on us, man. Here oh. it is, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> More Americans believe in in aliens <laughs> than believe in God. Okay. Um, 77% wow. of Americans believe that there are signs that aliens have visited, visited earth. Okay. And 68% of all Americans believe that Jesus is son of God or the son of God <laughs> is the son of uh, God. Or, um, so you see what I'm saying here? We, again, just in the same way that you go to church and you hear the one truth that we do all rally around, which is that Jesus Christ is Lord. And then we proceed to not talk about anything else that he could be Lord of. What is he Unless Lord of? I was going to say, what well, is he Lord of? Well, he is Lord of our finances because we will talk about finances, specifically the tithing part, right? Yeah. But you start to see where Jesus really isn't allowed to be Lord of anything else. Maybe we'll have a marriage conference, right? Mm -hmm. This is what's happened. We, we, we don't want to address. And so what's happening is, is that when we don't talk about what is happening and what's going on in our society, you don't have to have the answer, but you should at least address it. Because now that you've addressed it, you at least aren't pretending that this isn't happening or that the elephant is in the room. And so here's another elephant. This is, again, you go back to inductive reasoning here. Who, mm -hmm. when, what, why, where. Mm -hmm. This will be a great way to look at what this is. 
But this is the st statistic that why, why won't we talk about aliens? Okay, if we won't talk about them, then what we are, if we can't deal with this fundamental underlying belief that people have, they'll never become Christians. They'll never be able to see Jesus as the Son of God. And a lot of people, you know, haven't reconciled, you know, these contradictory beliefs that they have, you see. So what I'm trying to say is that's why we need to talk about this, because people, more people believe in aliens than believe in God. And if we don't talk about that, we're leaving those people out. <coughs> and so that was the big jump. That, well, that was a good, wow, good, good. jump in. That's but good. it's yeah. just like they, the, oh. you know, they... They also nice. believe in dinosaurs and talk, you know, talk about that, you know, the dinosaurs and the dinosaurs and the church doesn't talk about that too much. I mean, I know there are some factions within Christendom that do address that and the age of the earth and all that kind of stuff. But it, it's, I think the reason why, though, Doc, is because when you get into those subjects, and Dr. Doja can definitely can give a better, more descriptive answer to this, but I think it can take you down a road that may um, bring in a lot of theories and stuff that take you away from the gospel. Mm -hmm. So I understand I'm not preaching about aliens out of the pulpit, but you could have a, a Christian-based theoretical inductive thinking class mm -hmm. as a, a Sunday school class for your well, I think you can address it. It doesn't always, you know, Sunday morning is sometimes maybe not the best and that's where he can, what would you say, Doc? Okay, let's, let's take this. Jesus made a statement in John 15, and we commonly uh, paraphrase it and say we're in this world, but we're not of this world. Mm -hmm. And he does say that he brought us out of this world, even though we're here for a particular period of time. And while we're here, we're going to hear things that are uh, presented, whether they're truth, or they're false, mm -hmm. true or false, truth or lie. And because of that, I believe that it is uh, absolutely necessary that pastors address issues as they come up. Now, when we look at this uh, alien issue, I believe this needs to be addressed because you will have uh, pastors, and, and I'll go back without out of respect because he's gone on and he was considered a theologian, even in a Bible uh, that uh, he edited, uh, should I say that he uh, went out some time ago and in one of his works, he believed that there were aliens. So I would go and say this, let's go to the beginning. God said, well, in the beginning, God created heaven and the earth, right? Mm -hmm. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the earth and, you know, water covered. It was just like chaos. And so God took several days in making his creation. And then God said, let us make man. Hold on. Let us make the human being. Uh, and let us make him after our image, Salim. In other words, let us make him as a representative figure of us uh, and our likeness, Demut. Uh, he's going to be a representative figure of us. He's going to be like God. And so God made the man in his image and he called him Adam or Adam, human being. He gave him the name. 
the, the name, that's the name, that's the Hebrew for human being, human, autumn. And that was also the name of the first man, Ruddy, Red. So God makes man, and then we go further in Genesis chapter 2, and he says it's not good for man to be alone. And so what he does is he makes a woman from the rib of the man, and Adam calls her that, and he names her Eve. This goes to God's creation, and we're looking at it. God created man in his image after his likeness. Usually when you see pictures of aliens, it's something that looks nothing mm -hmm. like was made after the image and likeness of God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for the person who says, well, how do you not know that God wasn't in that image? Because of what I just gave you in Genesis 1. Right. So now we're doing some argumentation and debate, okay? Mm -hmm. And now we go from here, and we can go to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And the word tells us there that we are not to marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. And this is saying that he can take on another shape. Mm -hmm. He can take on another form. Mm -hmm. And for those who say, but that's spirit. And you cannot, he can take on a shape and form. We can go back to Genesis 18 when God visits Abraham. And we have what you call there or theophany. And because no man can look at God and, and, and live, so he comes in the form of human beings. And we can see here what that is, Satan. What is a theophany again? Theophany is theophany is an appearance is, is appearance of God in human form. Theophany and Christophany. Either mm -hmm. one, a Christophany would be an Old Testament appearance of Christ in human form. Mm -hmm. So you have a theophany and a Christophany. Mm -hmm. And so here you have Satan, we see that who can transform himself. Now, I'll go further and I'll get into uh, last day things. We'll get eschatological. We're going to see him come to the earth. And there's going to be individuals possessed when you see the beast, the false prophet, and the Antichrist, okay? They're going to be possessed human beings, and Satan is going to be in that form. You're also going to see an image that's going to be given life. And so what it, what it appears to be here is that it appears to be um, demonic, demonic uh, forces taking different images deceiving and constantly uh, deceiving uh, human beings. It mm -hmm. appears that this is what we are seeing today, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, I So agree. another Preach. observation, because this is great, the fact is is that God tells us we were created as his image. What do these aliens come in? They kind of look like little blobs, but here's one interesting thing. When you ever look at Star Wars, what do you notice? If they were really originating from other planets why are they all bipedal you see what i'm saying you start to yeah. see this doesn't make any sense at all that that alone tells you that we're not dealing with some kind of evolutionary process here we all have this vagueness to us right well all these ufo sightings especially if you go on the internet um go onto like instagram the inexplicable they show all these different things and these beams of light and um there's a website, reasons.org, Dr. Hugh Ross. He's a Christian and an astrophysicist. And it, I was listening to him in an interview, and he's saying, think about this. He's like, all these things come in, and they're traveling approximately between 18,000 to 25,000 miles per hour. He's like, they come into our atmosphere, and there's no sonic boom. He's like, but yet when we send a rocket, right, and we're in Florida, so when they, Cape Canaveral does their thing for SpaceX or NASA, whoever's doing it, right, when it goes off, we can even hear the sonic boom from here, right, from our house, we can hear the sonic boom. Why are these things coming in? And there'll be like six, seven, eight of them, especially lately, uh, so many. 
So many sightings. There's no sonic boom. That doesn't make I any sense, why. folks. I know Think why. about that. Because they're not. Well, go ahead. They're EVs. <laughs> <laughs> the Tesla. Electric yeah, they, they, they got the hookup with Tesla. So uh, Elon Musk was uh, hooking them up. But think about that. That that's not even possible. So the right. only way they couldn't cause a sonic boom, right, is someone. They're not. The, the word of God says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? Yep. Principalities and powers. That's right. Rulers of the darkness of this world. That will be these world rulers, these human, these wicked rulers. And it tells us spiritual wickedness in high Absolutely. places. Yep. That's right. Uh, Jesus says himself, he says, I saw Satan fall as lightning. And lightning is like a flash. Right. These things are in the atmosphere mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And these are superhuman beings, not superman, yep. superhuman, not flash, superhuman beings. And these things can flash across, stop wherever they want. And, and I want to say this to the believer. Don't listen to stuff like this and say, okay, they're going a little crazy. It's in the word of God. And you have to make up your mind. I'm not saying aliens, but I'm saying the things that we're talking about. You have to make up your mind whether you're going to believe the word of God or not. Because when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to spiritual entities, those things are supernatural. And they could do things that we could never do. They can move faster than the speed of sound or whatever it may be. And so that is something that we have to look at as believers and not allow ourselves to be distracted because the whole thing is to get your eye off of believing there is the true, the true, not a true, but the true and living God and believe in the religion of the world. So, well, no, I have to tell to, to, I really did enjoy because Dr. Dozier just came back from vacation. And he's I fired up. Sprung, oh, yeah. man. I Woo. sprung the aliens on him today and I was like, he didn't get a chance to prepare. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, and he goes, prepared. are you ready? He goes, yeah, he says, I'm ready to talk about demons. That's, that's it. That's so awesome. I go, yeah. well, I guess you're prepared. Okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's right. So, Love so, it. so you can already see we're, we're folding our hand, but you're going to see. We're going to build on this, and we're going to blow you away when we get into some of the stuff. So right. So what they're saying is interdimensional beings. They're not coming from outside of the earth, right? They're not coming from another atmosphere. That's why they're not causing a sonic boom. But ask yourself why Anton LaVey... And what's the other, Aleister Crowley, the writers of the rituals and satanic Bible, right? If you really look into them, especially towards the end of their life, that house they had in San Francisco, they claimed to have a portal. They had aliens, especially Aleister Crowley always had a little gray. He said that would follow him and do things for him. And there was another uh, taller alien, um, but I I believe they're both grays. But ask yourself, what does the religion of Satanism have to do with the close connection of aliens, right? Why, why would they be interested? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Uh, just put those two together, and that should tell you a lot right there. Well, and you can see here that the only reason that we're, anybody's talking about aliens. Now, first of all, let's get some terms right. Alien could mean anything. It right. just means something we don't know what it is. It's right. alien to us. But when they use the term extraterrestrial... You have to get into some basic logistics because now you're saying that these things are some kind of living material like us. And if they do, then it means they live in this universe and they would obey all the laws of this universe, right? And so that's what doesn't happen. And we're going to show you that as we build. 
Okay. But the only reason people even go there is because it all started with a little theory called evolution. Mm -hmm. See, because the Bible's been telling us for a long time that the abyss would be opened in the last days and that the abyss was full of spirits, right? And these spirits were punished for what they did in the days of Noah. And so we're talking about, just as Jesus said, a return to the days of Noah. What was happening in the days of Noah was that there were interactions between these powers and principalities, right? And humankind. There was much less of a of a true separation. And you'll see that what really happened when Jesus came out of the grave is, is that that veil that was rent means that the holiest of holies is now where? Inside of you, inside your heart, right? And that everywhere you go is holy ground. And that is why we saw the occultism around the world dry up. By 300 AD, the Oracle of Delphi was dead. That's what happens to occultism and all of these belief systems when the Spirit of God comes into play because light does one thing to darkness and one thing only. It conquers it. It drives it away. And you'll start to see here that we're going to see a return of not just this pagan age that the first church faced, but we're starting to see the return of the pagan age and the return of the days of Noah when these powers and principalities now are going to be able to interact and, and really tamper with humanity in ways that we've never experienced before. We've never seen that. We never really saw what those people, when those when Paul went to the marketplace and how he was accosted and people are, this lady saying, hey, these men are worshipers of the true God. You know, how does she know that, right? So all these things are real. These powers that were in the Bible were real and we've never seen it. We've got this whole culture that is so against anything supernatural. So when these things show up, what can they say? Oh, hey, I'm a demon. I've been trapped now for a long time and recently got out of prison, right? No, no what are they going to say? They're going to say I'm an alien from another planet. And what is the spirit of the Antichrist? That Jesus Christ is not what? This is what you were saying to me a little bit earlier today about how when they wrote a manual about aliens, that half of it was all about what? Well, a third of it. A third uh, of this book was, and it was a book that was supposedly channeled to someone by an alien um, for an encounter. And it is sort of the, I forget, what, I'll look it up what the name of it is, but it's sort of like the rule book that a lot of people that are interested in this stuff sort of um, want to engage with to get an alien encounter. And a third of that book is to denying or uh, saying that Jesus Christ didn't exist. And you're, you you have to ask yourself, why would an alien care about Jesus Christ? Why would they have to disprove that Jesus Christ existed, right? Or uh, that anything he did was necessary. Why do they need to disprove that? That's a really strange thing for an alien to be obsessed with, that a third of the book that that person channeled from the alien was about that. About how evil Christianity, but, but Islam or anything else is fine. fine totally fine. Right. Totally fine. Yeah. So it's very, very interesting. I'm going to get to one of that. Go ahead. Well, babe. the DMT, a lot of the people that do the ayahuasca, the DMT that claim to meet aliens, it's, if you look further, like initially it's a really nice encounter, but the more they do it, the worse these encounters get. But those encounters ultimately always, always end up having to tell you why Christianity is wrong or problematic or why it's not real. So why do they care? When we go down this road farther and we will, we have already talked about how mind-altering drugs lower a veil in our forehead and allow us to be able to be what? Interacted with, 
That's what opening the third eye is. That's the symbol of what they want. Mm -hmm. And that ultimately is a two-way highway. And this is, again, possession can't happen if they never get in. That's why they need this opening of the third eye so that they can get in because it's ultimately some kind of mind control. And we're going to show you how these mind-altering drugs because that's what the DMT is. But when these people have these out-of-body experiences, right, remote viewings, the bottom line is that these entities are telling them that they are aliens. And you're going to see that. Aliens are, are the source, okay, of virtually all of the occultic world. And we're going to go down and show you and prove that as we go along. But I just wanted to let you know we will go there and we will fill in the blanks. Dr. Cruz, I, I just want to make a statement, and this might trigger a thought with you because I think you're going to want to run with this. I believe you were at that meeting as well, uh, but it was very, very, very high-ranking officer, as, about as high as you can get as an officer. I don't want to mention his name right now, but I'm sure you mm-hmm. know who I'm speaking of. But we were at a meeting, and he shared with us that there was an evil— there was an evil so bad until it was top secret. And that in itself just took my mind somewhere else. How can there be an evil so bad mm-hmm. until it is top secret? I can't say what it is because he didn't divulge to us or disclose to us what that evil was. Uh, but it's not, I'll leave it this way. It's it's not hard to have a few ideas of something that it could possibly be, especially when you see the things that are taking place today. Dr. Cruz made a statement that the light causes evil to flee, but the light does something first before it causes it to flee, and that is it exposes it. That's right. The light mm-hmm. will expose evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that this top secret and this came from a very credible, very credible yes. figure. I believe that this top secret that's so evil is either exposing itself now or it will eventually be exposed. That's right. He's telling you that there's something that's going to happen one day that can't be hidden anymore. And well, so this has been around for a while, though. I mean, we're going back. I mean, back to the 40s when they, they supposedly discovered that spaceship um, back then. Well, so, I'm not thinking oh, in terms. I'm not thinking in terms of yeah. a spaceship. But no, it's I, be something. I, I'm not saying that either. Um, I'm just saying that the these demons, this 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 mm-hmm. interaction between the uh, heavenly dimension down into into Earth. Okay, we know that these are extra dimensional creatures. Yeah. Okay. Well, one thing you got to go back to the gospel. Um, you know, it's funny because you just talk about light, and at first, you know, the Holy Spirit say, "Well, wait a minute. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life." But God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Mm. Verse eighteen. Everyone knows those two verses. He who believes in Him is not condemned, but he who does not believe in Him is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light mm. because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil 
hates the light and does not come to the light, mm. lest his deeds should be exposed. So you think about this passage here is going to go exactly where I want to go because we're dealing with evolution is really another way of packaging the very first temptation. And that was take some, eat of this so that you can become a god. And that's where evolution is what? Supposedly taking us. That's where these new genetic hybrids are supposed to take us. This is where the artificial intelligence is supposed to take us. But by the way, there's no random processes to any of those, are there? In fact, it takes intelligence to make all of those things happen. Of course, that's what's so funny about it. That's what's so funny. Here they are turning around and, and using their own logic and proof against the very first premise, and that is that somehow they evolved. When reality right. is that didn't happen. Yeah, but who who else does double speak like that? Exactly, mm-hmm. Satan. But, right, but the exactly. key is, is it's also his signature temptation to become the fittest and survive indefinitely. Isn't that what man wants? Isn't this man's ultimate what problem? You know the problem that Jesus already solved. By the way, mm-hmm. it's called there is no more death. Right. No more crying, no suffering. Right. right. Because you are an eternal being through Jesus Christ that was born. So it's very important that you see how evolution is connected to this lie. And now they're turning it to the next stage. This is the next stage of evolution. And by the way, when we go to evolution, wait, evolution Doc, before you go down that road, but it, I, it, I think that the clarifying that point they're trying to make is coming up. But when you go back to what Alex was saying about the book. And how they were talking about what, why, why is it these people? Why do these these aliens need to have this access? Right. I, one thing evolution has done, and by teaching it over the last thirty to forty years in the in the uh, in Caesar's schooling uh, process, it has has got gotten um, away with God. Because when you look at, you know, science was brought into this world and made such great expansions through being related to faith. But then science went away from faith and they're materialist. They can't think of, of metaphysical stuff. If it's not in, if it's not physical, it doesn't happen. But that was just to get us away from believing in God. But now you're saying, now they're taking this and they're going to twist it and use it to make us the fittest and get into AI. That's right. Because they're already talking about how you will have to what? You're going to need a neural link just to compete with the AI. Mm-hmm. You're going to be, again, evolution's happened now, mm-hmm. and you are no longer fit to survive. Hello, folks. That's what they're just done to the human race. We need humans 2.0. And again, what is that? That's that's following through on Satan's promise that he was going to turn us into what? His versions of God, right? Bigger, better, stronger, faster. And so that wasn't all an empty promise. And that's the same goal as evolution, to turn you into the fittest to survive. But here's the problem. As we all know, it took intelligence to make that happen. Mm -hmm. It took will. It was the will of God that wrote you in his image. But here's the other reason. When these things appear, it is evolution that makes people think they are extraterrestrials instead of interdimensionals, which is what they are. Here's the other thing is evolution is a completely dead theory. You guys are looking at me, right? No, I'm not kidding you. 
if you don't have A, B, C all the way to what? Y, right? You can have Z all you want, but you've got nothing. And so when you ask any evolutionist in the world today, where is where did the first living cell come from? They will tell you they don't know. And anybody that tells me they don't know means that they don't know. And that means you can listen to them, but they don't know something, do they? And the very thing that they don't know is the very thing that they say all life came from. And so what's actually happened, we have, you know, what was the name of that movie with um, uh, Dawkins on it? And he was being kind of cornered. Um, and it's really, when he got down to the brass tacks of it, he didn't know where the first living cell came from. The one with Ben Stein? Yeah, so Ben Stein was in it. And he basically Anybody? says, well, what about Anybody? Bueller? <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> but he basically gets down to this point. Yeah, he's okay that it was aliens. In other words, aliens put a cell on this earth, and then they waited around billions of years for something to happen. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, that's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. If they, if they were smart enough and could get here and put some cells here they probably just put entire organizations or the whole thing at one time mm. and then they could have watched what happened <laughs> that would have been more interesting right that's why i love Dr. okay as i as i listen to it all uh i sit here and i look at what the bible says about all of these things and it takes you back because anyone who who there are two councils. There's the council of God and there's the council of Satan. And a person can argue that, but there are two councils. Uh, whomever you yield your members as instruments to serve, that's whose servant you are. Now, we want to go back to the fall of Satan. The word says he was perfect in all of his ways until iniquity was found in him. And the main thing that we see with him was this haughtiness, this pride. Mm. To want to be like God. That's right. Mm. When you see transhumanism, evolution or anything, it doesn't start with those things. No. It starts with pride. Right. Mm -hmm. And pride does not come from God. Mm -hmm. We receive eternal life by way of believing on Jesus and him rescuing us mm -hmm. from the penalty of sin, and the mess which is the messianic judgment. That is how we receive eternal life. Mm -hmm. Man says, I want to live life my way, mm -hmm. but I want to live it forever. Mm -hmm. So man hears something from Satan and he gives this, he gives this, how would you say this, this sensual wisdom, which is demonic. The Bible says that is demonic, sensual wisdom. He gives them this wisdom on how to do certain things, but all of those certain things are trapped to death. Now, mm. I want to go somewhere because as we were talking, I went to Revelation chapter seven and I believe this put something, this, this just hits it right there. When you get to verse seven, it tells you there was war in heaven where Mike and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought in his angels and they did not prevail. So Michael prevails and it says, neither was their place found anymore in heaven for Satan and his angels. Now we know since the fall, he's not, as you would say, he's not, where God is, but he does have the heavenlies, okay? And we can look in scriptures and see where there is even petitions. For example, for Job. For example, when Ahab refused to listen to uh, godly counsel, all right? 
And it tells us the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, uh, and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. His messengers were cast out with him. Now, we don't know whether or not that has happened now. We don't know. Because if it has, the truth of the matter is, you still will not see them mm -hmm. in their form. That's but right. when you look at the things that are taking place today, and the way in which they're taking place, there's no conscious. What type of spirit, what type of spirit could make a man who's been a man all his life decide, I'll see myself as a woman, or woman, I'll see myself as a man? What type of spirit Antichrist. would want to take parental rights away from parents and say, allow these children mm -hmm. to make whatever decision mm -hmm. they want to make? So they're working in so many different ways. They're working as uh, uh, UFOs and, and aliens from another planet that came here with no sonic boom. They, they're, they're, they're working as... Uh, individuals who are creating uh, what you would call their own mores because they're not morals, their own mores, okay? And, and they're doing it without even being the majority. Now, the demons, they may be the majority, but not the people. And so I believe these are the things, as we cover this area, these are the things that we have to look at. If we look at what the Bible says and stop waiting for something to happen that we could see with our eyes per se in the spiritual realm. And instead we look at what the word says, believe it. And then we see the manifestation as humans are controlled by these things. Then we'll be able to see where we are. And, and, and there are humans who are saying that there are humans who are saying that there are these, these aliens, but I really believe that there are people who have sold their souls to the devil and they know just what it is that they're dealing with. I, I mean, well, when we look at Scripture, when Jesus was on the earth, he was casting out demons, right? And then we know that, you know, demons exist, you know, in some form. We, we, mm -hmm. we don't see them, like you said. But when you look at evil, it's there. I mean, it has never stopped, and it's increased. In, and, and it's always, if you look at over over the history of since, since the resurrection, evil has still gone forth, the only thing Satan's bound from doing is deceiving the nations, meaning that he can't stop the gospel, but he's still deceiving people, right? Is he not? Absolutely. I mean, so, I mean, I, I, I think, I don't... Now, he will, I, I want, I'm, I'm going to have to give a little bit of correction on that one. Well, the, In the book of Revelation, it does say that, and I know this is like uh, post-millennial. Well, yes. And when I say post millennia, I mean after the not the not, but after the millennia, he's going to be released for a season, mm -hmm. so that he can deceive the nations. Right. Uh, the word says, uh, "The wicked shall return to hell." The great and a nation which forgets God. So yes, he can deceive the nations. Uh, the one that he should not be able to see, deceive and cannot deceive is the kingdom of God, this right. kingdom of priests, the true right. kingdom of priests. Right. Okay, we're the ones that he cannot deceive. And that's why we're here talking to people now. We're the ones that he cannot deceive. That's right. Our nation is under a great deception. And when you look at it, all of it is taking place 
systematically, when you look at uh, seducing spirits and doctrines of demons, they're working in so many different areas, not just within the church, but within the government themselves. Okay. Yeah. And where we see it working in the church for the true believers and the true leaders, these things are supposed to be exposed. I was reading a book where a person was speaking of someone and everything that they were doing was mm-hmm. ungodly. Mm-hmm. And it, it looked like what you would see in second Peter, where it speaks of false teachers yeah. amongst us, but they kept referring to this person as the man of God and anointed. And that is the problem right there. Mm. We want, you have too many people who are afraid to speak what is. And so they want to equivalate wickedness and ungodliness right. with still being of God because it said it's God. And that is what causes people uh, to be deceived. Right. I wasn't, well, I wasn't no, no, I'm, saying, I'm just, I'm just I, no, and I agree with you. I wasn't disagreeing with what you said. I'm sorry, Doc. Um, I know what I stated was more post-millennial view and so forth. I understand that. But if you go back to what you just said about Peter saying that, you know, and Jude told us to contend for the faith. John said that there are many de- antichrist among us. So these demons and uh, and so forth have been kept. Were they cast down at the resurrection? Is that when Jesus won? And I don't know. I, I'm not that big of a theologian. I, I'm not asking for that. Well, you'll, you're going to see, guys, this was a great introductory to talk about this subject. And a lot of stuff came out. But if you haven't realize the minute that you talk and say that these cells were supposedly all came here from, these are evolutionists, right? That these cells came from somewhere else. Then that means that you are talking about first cause. What caused this? And then you start to ask yourself, if we knew the cause, this is a fundamental metaphysical belief that all religions have to have. And what is our metaphysical assumption? There was God, and in the beginning, right? There is no one like him. There's no one before him. There's no one beside him. He is the one. He is the only, the alpha, the omega. See, he is the cause, and they have their cause, and we have religious freedom in this country, and we are supposed to stand for Yahweh, for God, for Jesus. Mm -hmm. We are supposed to stand, and we are having these new religions that are coming in and they're ready to introduce something. Be ready. Something's coming. A lying like a, wonder like a... is coming. A... You said that in your verse. Yes. Right? Who is coming in that verse? Mm. The what? The liar. Yes. The right? deceiver. The, the deception deceiver. is coming. The deception is and coming. And the only thing oh, that's going to protect you is to love the truth. And that name yes. is not something that was used before. So if you are a Christian... You need to be looking for something new. But is it really new? That's what you're going to see. It isn't new. These are things that have been here before and that these are things that God has bound, right? And they've been bound by him. Mm-hmm. And they've been bound by the Holy Spirit that lives within us. But this is all going back to first cause. And if you haven't thought about the alien thing, you need to. You need to realize it's that this, this is everywhere. an absolute furious pitch right there's hardly a week that doesn't come out where other people we know people that are telling us things Mm -hmm. and then we hear on the news these people are releasing top people are saying hey listen not only do we chart 
aliens and all UFOs yeah. and all yeah. these things. But, but we've got one. <laughs> yeah. And well, and we we have some of the dead passengers and we, you we, see we have right. one. He's in the White House. <laughs> right. Well, there you go. <laughs> You're seriously. Sorry. Seriously. So But in an effort to use inductive thinking, right? Uh could all this be happening? Because if this has been going on for so many years and the government is known about it, and now they're they're coming out with all these papers and all these people are saying, we've seen this, we know this is that. Is this a distraction from something else that's really going on? Ask yourself if the reason that this has come to the forefront is just nothing more than a big distraction. It is, but you also have to admit something else. They've known about this for a long time. That's right. Well, that we have why, a secret. Why now? It's, a, yeah. it's proof right. that we have a secret government that only tells us what they think we ought to know when we ought to know it. We don't have a government that's living and, and breathing from the truth. And there is only one truth, and it is extension of Jesus Christ and everything he does. So hold on to your hats, folks. These are going to be some electrifying... We didn't even get off the first page. I, I know we did. We're, we're just getting warmed up. You can Man. see, and again, we, we still had it's to address aliens, these... going to be Part 85. ...new ones, and I do everybody... like that. I, you sounded like that movie guy, that intro guy. That's what I'm thinking, too. Because <laughs> everything had that bound... Yeah. And then we, we I don't have... know if I've ever done that before. That could have been the Holy Spirit, or don't blame me. Don't blame the Holy Spirit. In I don't know what's going on there, but it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was a movie theater pitch, right? It was. It was. Like... Anyways, but I really feel strongly about this. That when you look at these scenarios that Doctor Dozier was bringing up and these end time things, there's a deception coming, and we have to get to this point where we need to distill our faith, and this is clearly. A possibility and so we need to really look at this and when you see the length and the breadth and the height and what these things can really do you're not going to believe they're extraterrestrials it's not going to happen mm -hmm. and I'm going to show you that the people that study this the most and they've been saying this for 15 years even mm -hmm. most of the people for probably 10 to 15 years do not believe they're extraterrestrials so what I'm saying and what we're gonna bring out and that means by your Bible's own definition we are talking about spiritual entities, period. If yeah. they're non-material entities, sure. then they're spiritual entities. And that's why we need to be aware of the doctrine of demons that was told was coming to our generation. May God bless each one of you. Father, we thank you uh, for this time that you have given us. We thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And I pray that those who have listened to us today Lord, I pray that we have shared with them that which is pleasing in your sight. And we know, Lord God, that you are in control of all things. So we just pray in the name of Jesus that even as you have control and your people yield to you, that you would keep us, keep us as we endure to the very end. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, folks, it's Dr. Dennis from Supernatural Junkies. I just want to talk to you today about ProTandem. I've been taking ProTandem for a few years, and you know what? I feel a difference. I am younger than my age. At least I think I am. Anyway, ProTandem is a strong antioxidant producer in your body because what it does, it causes your body to increase its glutathione production. And glutathione, folks, is the strongest antioxidant your body has. So if you want to keep strong antioxidants in your body and be a healthier you, I suggest you use ProTandem.